Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Michelle Tillis Letterman. And Michelle, you are the founder and CEO of Executive Essentials. You're found on the web at executiveessentials.org. And also, you can be found at michelletillisletterman.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. So happy to be here, Josh. So I, I love your message. You're, you're huge on relationships and connections. And uh, anyone who's listened to this show for any length of time, you'll know that, uh, I, I mean, I got to ask you, what's the alternative? What else is there besides relationships? Nothing. We are in what I call the network economy. Yeah. And the greatest asset you have are the relationships in your life. Mm. You know, I was just uh, had a conversation with someone. We were talking about this. It, and I'm sure you've heard of this, right? Where let's say you take someone who's very successful in life, um, you take away their, uh, you you take away all their money, you take away their position, you put them in some new distant land, and you say you've got one year, go. And generally, what I find is that people who have achieved any level of success have done so because they've mastered the art of relationship building and, you know, having a heart to serve other people first. And by golly, you know, go flash forward a a year later, they'll be, they will be rocking it (laughs) because of what they learned. And in fact, this, I thought this was really fascinating. And and that is, you know, your, your relationships are obviously very valuable, but you can even take someone's, all of their relationships away and say, you have to start, you can't talk to anybody that you previously knew. And because of the momentum that they previously had in relying upon those relationships, they would do just fine as well. Because they know how to cultivate those relationships. And that's what I call the connector's advantage. What you just described, that ability to build, to grow, to start from scratch, uh, whether you can use your old relationships or not, is the connector's advantage, which is faster, easier, better results, whatever it is you're working on. And I have statistics that kind of show you whether it's a new client, whether it's um, a new job, whether it's a promotion, whether it's, you know, a referral, Um, sometimes it's just health and happiness. The statistics are even on those fronts of how relationships make a difference. Now, Michelle, someone might push back on this concept and say, but I got to make sales. I got to make money. What do they do? (laughs) So one of the things you have to think about is that relationship networking, which is what I call it, Mm. is a long-term approach. Mm. So I will tell you that when you start to blur the lines between business relationship and friendship is when you have a customer for life. Mm. And I have customers that have been with me for 20 years. And every time they go to a new client, a new, you know, they get a new job, I get a new client. Yeah. Um, I literally just stopped the phone with somebody who is a neighbor. Our kids are in the same grade. I met her in a social event. She became a client. She got a new job. She became a client. She left that job. She started to work for me. She got a new job. I became a client. And, you know, so now this is going on over a decade of continuous work. So when you have the relationship, you have the opportunity to make the sale. And sometimes it's not through them, but it's through who they know. 
Yeah. So just keep talking about what you do with passion, with energy, with interest, about what value you give to somebody. And they'll be like, do you know so-and-so? And there's the connection. Right, right. You know, think about this. And I, I, I recently just used this analogy. I'm sure this was a few episodes ago. <laughs> I'm going to use it again. You know, imagine if you're a real estate professional and within your community, you have 500 people that you've built relationships with that every time one of those 500 people gets asked, do you know a good realtor in the area? They go, oh, yeah, you got to talk to Josh. He's the best, right? And it's like, if that's all you had and you just spend a dime on advertising today, I think you would be, my opinion, I think you'd be set for life. Absolutely, because people are four times more likely to buy when referred by a friend. Mm. And 92%, I told you I love my numbers, 92% of people trust referrals. That's yeah. why all of those websites with the reviews are so important. And one of the things that I would suggest that everybody who's listening out there now do is when you connect to somebody on LinkedIn, when you uh, you know build that relationship, you also send them that little recommendation request. So I do a podcast, I do a webinar, and then people connect to me and I send a little note saying, if you have the time, which is an opt-out ask, which we can talk about, Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to stay updated. I have well over 100 recommendations on LinkedIn mm -hmm. dating back at least a decade. And that shows the consistency. And there is your social proof if somebody's not sure. Yeah. Um, Michelle, um, what about um, people who say, you know, I used to be able to do this all the time, but now I spend my whole day behind my computer screen and just because of the way that they're working, or maybe that's just their business, it's entirely digital. And so they're saying, I can't connect with people. I can't build relationships. I want to do that whole you know, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we all know what Michelle was just uh, talking about. She's a Jersey girl. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jersey girl, born and raised. And uh, so here's what I will say to you. There are many channels to connect over. And yes, face to face is the best. And I love it. And I yeah. miss it. But you know what? We are face to face right now. And even though we're not in the same space, we are still connecting because we have that visual connection. Um, but you can do it on social media. I talk about the more channels that you connect over, the tighter that connection is formed. So you'll find that in your inbox right now is a connection notice from me to you on LinkedIn because we hadn't connected there yet. You beat and me to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and so then we have other channels and then we stay um, familiar. We want to stay in somebody's mind without getting in their face. Um, but if you're stuck at home, I am too. Just do something small. I want you to think about five minutes a day or even 15 minutes a week. I don't care how you break it up. And especially from four to five o'clock on a Friday is the least productive hour of the work week. There's an hour that you can spend um, sending a couple emails saying, hey, how are you holding up? Hey, I was just thinking about you. Hey, I just came across your name on this. You don't have to ask them for anything. It can just be like checking in. Mm. You can um, go onto social media and you can comment on a post of theirs or click like so your name pops up. All of these little light touches. I send little notes of congratulations on this anniversary or that new job or this birthday or that graduation. And it just keeps you connected. So um, we can then expand it and you can go deeper. And I want you to. But if you feel like you don't have a lot of time, just do light touches. Yeah, right. You know, I, you know, and I think of, and I want to talk specifically to someone who's in sales and I, you know, I was kind of going through this concept with somebody and, you know, cause they were complaining about getting ghosted 
uh, by their their person they were trying to, you know, enter into a transactional relationship with. And I said, let me ask you, like, when you reach out to people, like, what are you doing? And I knew what he was doing because he was doing it to me. And and I kind of didn't like, so it was just constant, almost kind of a naggy kind of, you ready to buy it, ready to buy it, you ready to buy it, you ready, you know, here's the contract. It's like, now what ends up happening, if that, that's all that your quote unquote prospect or the other person, this other human is getting from you, it's just, you're, you're setting up bad associations. Uh, and so what would happen if instead, you know, you had a cadence with like 20 to 30 nice, positive things that you were doing for that person. Imagine where that relationship might go. Like, what are they going to think about? So every time your name comes up, it's, it's a moment of delight, not, okay, dad, all right, I'm going to sign, Okay. Okay, so first of all, one of the things you're talking about is one of the mindsets of a connector. So in the connector's vantage, we talk about seven mindsets. And the seventh mindset is a generous spirit. And mm-hmm. I love that you think about adding value and giving first and giving often and giving because you can without expectation. Yeah. Absolutely do that. But you know what? We also connect on shared values and shared experiences and shared passions and shared people. And it doesn't always have to be, here's an article, here's a this, I'm trying to add value because yeah. sometimes that can come off that way as well. Yes, totally. Well, now people know what you're doing. Yeah. So let me <laughs> it's tell not you. authentic. Like you, you can't fool anybody today in my opinion. Like it, think of it, like the person listeners is right now. You're smart, right? Of course you are. You know when someone's just Eh, you know, they're just trying to move you along the sales process or whatever. You know what they're doing. It and has guess to what? be genuine. So yeah. I want to give you an example of, you know, somebody who's trying to make a sale. I had somebody reach out to me. We'll call her Natalie. And, uh, you know, we get on the phone. We have a lovely conversation. I give her my, my suggestions for the program. I send my follow-up email. I give her the pricing. Great, great, great. I'm going on an RV vacation with my kids. Here's where we're going. I'm like, oh, I've been there. You ought to make sure you go to the Badlands, da, 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 da. Mm. Fine. I have on my calendar the day that she's coming back from her vacation. And I wait a couple more days and I check in and I say, how was the vacation? And I had already said, here's something you need to do when I did that with my kids who are now your age. Mm. And so I get this great email back saying, it was amazing. And thank you so much for the suggestion on the Badlands. We loved it. And right, Great. Um, and then I, you know, do the light touch of, have you had that conversation? You know, where's your thinking landing? Eventually she comes back and says, you're just too damn expensive. Hmm. And I say, yes, you get what you pay for. But, uh, <laughs> and she said, we went in another direction. We would rather have you come in when it's live. I said, I think that's a great plan. Yeah. And, you know, what are you doing? And they told me what they're going to do instead. And I said, that sounds awesome. And I I let it sit. And then she said, I would love for you to speak for this other group. I said, well, if you want to recommend me, I welcome that. Or if you want to make an introduction, you know, I'm happy to follow up on it. So again, instead of like putting it in my hands, I'm making, I'm putting her that ability to help because people love to help. Mm -hmm. And then, then what's happening right now. So we're still in this, right? Um, I get an email from her, you know, saying I've tried twice to to recommend you and I'm not getting anywhere. It's really Mm -hmm. frustrating, but I'm still in her mind. And now she really wants to do it. And then I sent her an email saying, hey, how did that event go? I'm thinking about suggesting something like that for another client. She's like, oh, this is the date we're having it. We haven't had it yet, but I'll let you know. So now I've had this extensive conversation, building relationship, building relationship. And it's not all about, you know, book me, book me. Yeah. I guarantee you, it might be a year, it might be two years, but we will do something together. Yeah. 
you know, I just had another um, uh, mortgage. I, we were shopping around refinancing our mortgage and I was working with a guy, couldn't really bring the numbers um, that we needed. Someone else came along, much better deal. And so, you know, I feel bad. Like I know it's like, dude, I'm sorry, you know, it's, but we're just going to go with this other company. And, and so that's the moment, like when, when you're getting, and you just talked about this, like when you're getting ready to, like, if you know you're, you, you're, you're getting a no, a no, in my opinion, you are, I think you already shared this. A no is not necessarily a no. A no is, it almost never is a no. It's a not it's, now. It's a not now or not me. But, you know, if he said, you know, and this is not what he did, but again, to my mortgage broker, salespeople, friends <laughs> listening, please do this. Just say, Josh, that sounds like a great deal. Listen, congratulations. Um, listen, if you ever know someone like he was specialized in VA loans, it just didn't happen to work out uh, in our situation. He goes, listen, please consider me your first resource. I got, dude, even if you just need someone that has, wants questions answered, I'm happy to just help. That was not his approach at all. <laughs> but that's the approach that that's the best thing you could do. Yeah. Make it okay for somebody to say no, because what they're really saying is not now. Um, right. or as, I love that thing. Not now or not me. I'm, I'm going to borrow that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, don't make it awkward. Yeah. And, and that's what I talk about. One of the things I wrote about and, and is in one of the chapters in the book is um, having a clear vision, right? So mindset number two is have a clear vision and know what you want and know how to ask for it. But you need to be able to ask in a way that doesn't put a relationship at risk. And so there's ways that you can ask, um, you know, and then the flip side of that is the sixth mindset, which is conscientiousness, is be willing to be clear on what you're willing to say yes to and what you're willing to say no to. And those are not one word answers. Yes, if, yes, when, yes, after. No, but. The one time I like the word but. No, Mm -hmm. but. (laughs) Uh, Because no, but here's somebody who you might be interested in working with or no, but here's what we could do instead. No, but that person can help you. No, no, but this other organization would be a great fit for you. And so if you in a no, find a way to also still be valuable mm. or extend the relationship, that no can feel better to both of you. Yeah. Do you have, so I'm on your website right now, michelletillisletterman.com. And by the way, Letterman is L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N.com. I'm wondering if you have this, like a short bulleted list of these seven mindsets is that on like is that under like book bonuses or somewhere um i don't know if i actually put the list but if you go to books and you go to connector's advantage there's a little yeah. video about it and in there the video is. i probably list them yep um, i let's see let's see if i can remember them off the top of my head in order I <laughs> list them for you um so connectors are open and accepting uh-huh. they have a clear vision they trust they come from a place of abundance they are social and curious they are conscientious and they have a generous spirit. Mm. That is a good list, Michelle. <laughs> it's it's I, I it's like I I feel like I've been living the principles and and thank you for putting this together. Um, and so again, that book is the Connector's Advantage. You know, one other book that you've got and you make it so easy. Uh, if you're watching the video interview, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about, um, Michelle. You've got your book covers on the wall behind you, so now I could just go, oh, thank you for the uh, easy list here. So um, the Eleven Laws of Likability, and this is an older book that you'd written, right? Um, and so. How does somebody, because and I can explain it from like a media training perspective, because like we've had clients that were like gruff attorneys and they're getting ready to be on TV. And I'm like, oh, people are not going to connect with you unless we da, 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 da. But I, I'm curious, like how, 
how would you help someone to become more likable or, you know, maybe start off by talking about why that's so critical? People do business with people they like. Yeah. I mean, period. Like, that's just really simple. Um, The relationship wins and it wins over price and it wins over product because people will actually pay a little bit more to get to work with somebody that they know is going to take care of them. Uh, It sounds like I'm preaching to the choir, right? Yeah. (laughs) Look on your face is like, yeah, I'm saying that. Yeah. If you knew like our main product that you're like, like, I'm going to really like, I'm going to just have you. We'll, we'll take this video and like, listen, before you get ready to buy our product, watch my interview with Michelle, because she's philosophically going to get you in the right mindset. And now you'll understand why, you know, generosity and, you know, this give first philosophy and, you know, maybe leveraging a platform to give you the excuse to reach out to lots and lots of people um, work so well. Um, but I'm sorry, Michelle, a little bit more, like you were talking about being likable and, um, how does someone, if they go, I don't know, I'm looking in the mirror and I don't feel like I'm a really likable person. How does someone become more likable? Um, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, it's one of the reasons I went into the research was because I felt that way. Wow. I felt that people were, um, they, they had a polarized reaction to me. They loved me or they really, really didn't. <laughs> wow. Uh, and um, and that's how I was growing up. Like I, I had great friends and I had people that were awful to me and I didn't know what it was I was doing that was causing one reaction or the other. And, and that's kind of what, you know, I even tell that story in the book, um, you know, and so I want to understand how connection forms. And the book talks about what to do before, during and after a conversation to enable that connection to form. And, um, and so being likable is something that we all are. We are all innately likable. It's just what is likable about us is different from person to person. And so um, one is to understand in the beginning of the book, we talk about authenticity, self-perception, like self-image and perception and energy and kind of taking those things to understand what do we bring to the table and understand our strengths and our values and being able to share them in an authentic way so people can see what is likable about me. Because I can't make you like me, but I can enable you to see what's likable in me. Mm. And that's the real difference. Yeah. Michelle, I I need to have you back in a couple months because <laughs> I feel like we're just kind of scratching the surface. And I love, I, me I love your mission. I love your purpose. I love your values. I love what you're doing. Uh, music to my ears. Um, so, Michelle, um, again, your website is michelletillisletterman.com. Uh, and uh, as well, your other, um, your your company is, boy, my, I feel like Peter Brady right now. <laughs> That's a reference only some people will get. Like when my voice just- My show growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to change. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I was thinking about when his voice cracks. Yeah. I wanted to be Cindy Brady and I can make the banana curls. Yeah. Blonde, so <laughs> it's your other website, executiveessentials.org, uh, which we didn't really even get to talk a whole lot about. So I apologize for that. We'll have you back, Michelle. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Anything else that we missed that folks should go to take advantage of, access, anything yes. like that? Um, if they go to michelletillsletterman.com, I'm right on the homepage or they can go slash gift pack. I give away lots of stuff because as we've talked about, that's the philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, I give away a chapter from most of the books that you see behind me. I give away um, a couple of quizzes where you can see what level of connector you are on the spectrum. Um, 
you know, lots of goodies. I'd give a video series about success accelerators, which mm-hmm. I actually said without tripping on. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a Peter Brady moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's lots of free stuff there. And, um, I love to hear where you found me. So connect to me on LinkedIn and, and say that you heard me here. Yeah, Michelle, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.